Welcome to Season 5 of the Let's Talk Data podcast series, presented by SAP, where we explore game-changing technologies with leading experts. Welcome to the program today, titled Hybrid Data Management. Are you ready? I'm Lisa Hopkins, Senior Director of Data Management Product Marketing at SAP, and I'll be your host today for this panel discussion. As we start the conversation about hybrid data management, the first thing that comes to mind is the urgency that's created by the increasing pace of application workloads that are moving to the cloud. Studies say that by 2025, companies will generate 75% of their data outside their data centers. And many of you are struggling to cope with this big shift and to harness the value of all your data which is growing more diverse and distributed every day. And with every area of the business increasingly relying on data at every level of the organization, the ability to access trusted information across a hybrid landscape can now directly affect the business's day-to-day performance. So at SAP, we're seeing many of our customers experiencing these challenges firsthand. And our SAP data services and information steward users are asking how they can extend these investments and the best practices that they've developed over time to embrace those new cloud data sources and targets. Well, the good news is that SAP Data Intelligence Cloud can help you extend the data management investments to the cloud while leveraging the work that you've already done on SAP data services and information steward, and to protect the integrity of all your data, wherever it is. So with that, let's jump into the program and talk to two of SAP's experts in this area of hybrid data management. Lynn Lintelman, Senior Product Manager, and Silvio Arcangeli, Senior Director of Product Management. So hi, Lynn and Silvio. Hi, Lisa. Lisa. So I'm just going to ask some questions and um, have the two of you um, give us your your insights. So the first question is, why do customers need a hybrid data management solution? And Silvio, I'll have you start on this one. Yeah. So no, that's a that, that's a very crucial question, uh, Lisa. So in, in these days, we are we are seeing that clearly each and every enterprise is transitioning to the clouds uh, across all industries, actually. So that is happening. So some industries are are arriving later than others, perhaps, uh, but that is clearly happening. But on the other side, those same enterprises uh, have a legacy of years and years of development and and efforts and configurations uh, and uh, and logic that they've built on uh, on on on-premise tools. So, uh, and they still have quite a lot of on-premise data in the majority of cases. Uh, so a transition to the cloud, of course, is not happening uh, in, in one day, right? So it's a, it's a process that will take time. And in some cases, we know that there will be on-premise data and parts uh, of landscapes remaining on-premise still for several years, probably. So that is why it is so critical to understand how the transition to the cloud can be organized and executed in a way that is as smooth and seamless as possible in 
reusing everything that is still on-premise and all of the logic and all of the efforts that were spent on the on-premise landscapes. I think one of the other things to add to that is that this hybrid data management solution that we have is really key because, um, as you were saying, it's going to be a, a could be a long process to move to the cloud. But each organization has their own um, pace that they're going to be going at to move their data to that cloud um, environment. All right. So all of that makes sense. So what happens with all the investments that customers have made in their um, on-premise tools like data services and information steward. Do you want to take that one, Lynn? Yes, thank you. So that one is actually um, something we've really taken some specific care to ensure that companies can continue to use their existing investment and really not to have to rebuild their processes that are working very efficiently and are trusted process that they already have in place. So for example, if you're using um, SAP data services, you can easily reuse an existing data services ETL data flow um, with data intelligence um, pipeline, all the while then extending it with the data intelligence new capabilities. So you could build a pipeline in data intelligence that executes a data services ETL job. Maybe that job, that first step in that pipeline is taking that data services job and then being able to do some extraction and some cleansing or transforming of the external data. Then the next step in that pipeline would be maybe taking data intelligence to use their machine learning um, algorithm that maybe finds a trend with the data and combines it with other data from maybe some cloud application. So this is really true for artifacts like SAP Business Warehouse Process Chains, um, SAP HANA Flow Graphs, um, SAP landscape transformation and replication um, server jobs. So all of these tools can really immediately be used out of the box with data intelligence. So the idea is really to have that full view of your data and the ability to manage your data without including the cloud solutions and applications. This is really one of the biggest struggles that we're seeing is connecting to all those different systems, different platforms, different types of data, as well as the varying different sizes of the data that you're trying to use. So in the end, the most efficient way is really to manage that into the cloud-based solutions. So while some organizations are moving to the cloud landscape and processing continues to really be a reality, um, transitioning isn't always the most, not always what most organizations would do within the landscape. And like Silvio said, some of those solutions that you have will remain on premise. Yeah. So um, I, I remember a customer meeting a couple of years ago when uh, we were talking with the CIO of a, of a, of a big uh, European telco, and uh, they were worried actually of you know what's going to happen with uh, the millions of euros and years of development that we that we spent under the services on premise in that case. And uh, so when I explained uh, our strategy, let's say, and our commitment to uh, ensure that our customers can reuse uh, those investments, as uh, as Dean has explained, uh, I could see the relief in his eyes, basically. So it's uh, for us, it's a very important uh, strategic uh, topic. Let's say we want to make sure that uh, that those products and, and those investments uh, are not wasted. And uh, and actually, we do it also um, uh, consistently across the portfolio. So today, of course, we are focusing on data management. So data services and information steward are the main tools. But uh, if you look at middleware, we are doing the same thing with uh, process orchestration being reused by uh, SAP Integration Suite. Or similarly, the warehouse cloud uh, accessing uh, SAP BW or uh, SAP Analytics Cloud uh, 
leading business objects, for example. Right? So it's a, it's a concept that I think SAP is applying very consistently across our portfolio. Uh, yeah, that reuse, I think, is, is huge. So great. All right. So, you know, we talked about some of the benefits. What would you say are the top three benefits of adding SAP data intelligence for hybrid data management? Lynn, why don't you start with that one? Sure. So the the first benefit is that really the ability to extend the reach of your data management tier to the cloud with a modern cloud native solution operated on our SAP business technology platform. Really expanding our customers to be able to extend the reach and understanding with trust, compliance is definitely our SAP hybrid solution. This gives us the easy um, accessible to new data cloud solutions um, to integrate all your data. So data intelligence can easily extend your data reach to cloud systems, maybe like SAP Analytics Cloud, SAP S4 HANA Cloud, S3, ADL, or Kafka. It really helps us to integrate and unstructured in that streaming data all together with our structured applications. So it really allows us to be able to have um, new and different and as well as diverse and scattered data sources that we can work with. You'll also be able to establish an enterprise-wide catalog to simplify your discovery, and the understanding of the data, all while monitoring um, the quality of the data and the compliance. So with data intelligence catalog, we have capabilities that allow you to discover, organize, and curate the data, including that central authorization and security um, with business glossary, data lineage, and peer ratings. The second major benefit is really the ability to reuse parts of SAP on-premise solutions that we have that you're currently using and have already invested in. So the goal really as hopefully that we're all getting at this is really that you're not having to do any rip and replace of your current processes. So you can seamlessly reuse and extend your existing data integration flows across cloud and on-premise. So for example, the data services detail flow, you can seamlessly reuse and extend that within data intelligence pipeline. Um, with data intelligence, um, SAP's on-premise solutions, you can gain the ability to leverage all your existing data validation rules and enforce that same data quality um, standards across all your sources, whether it's on-premise or in the cloud. So with SAP Information Steward, we actually have rules that can be leveraged within data intelligence and applied across all the data sources for all types of data. So now we already have customers that are, have, are using this hybrid strategy and for the rules, we've got customers that are reusing their rules that they've already invested in in Information Steward that they're using to check um, check the quality and monitor that data. They're able to reuse those rules that are true, trusted, and have gone through the workflow approval process within data intelligence. So we actually had a customer that had 300 lines of code. So that's what they were using in Information Steward. This um, rule was checking the postal codes against the localities and the regions of the addresses to make sure that the postal code matched the correct pattern for that region. Now, if you're gonna try to rewrite um, that 300 lines of code, I can guarantee you there's gonna be some typos in it. So being able to take a rule that you've been using for years and I've been monitoring for years and just reuse it is a huge plus in my mind. Um, we also have shared glossary terms across cloud and on-premise applications. 
So glossary terms that you're using in Information Steward can be leveraged by data intelligence as well. Again, not having to rewrite the definition, rewrite the explanations, any links, being able to take all of that and bring that over to data intelligence gives you that quick start as well. The third benefit I see is really the ability to expand your use cases to be um, modern data orchestration, which then would include your integration of structured, unstructured, and streaming data. Um, we also have orchestration heterogeneous processing engines for that advanced analytics and enterprise data catalogs. And uh, yeah, I think that Lynn summed it up very, uh, very nicely uh, on, on all the major points. And uh, one, one additional side effect that you get uh, with data intelligence is the fact that basically we allow uh, customers, organizations to move to the cloud at their own pace. So uh, avoiding uh, big bank projects or, uh, or repair replace is a, is a huge benefit uh, in any case, especially with uh, migration projects which are complex by, by definition. So having that freedom uh, to start with partial moves and, uh, and, uh, and then approach it at incremental steps is a, uh, is a huge plus. Excellent. All right, so we've, we've talked about that angle. Uh, let's talk about why should customers choose SAP versus a hyperscaler? Silvio, do you want to try that one first? Yeah, so this is probably the, the, the most <laughs> asked questions in, uh, question in these days. There are a, a few points, I think, that are very differentiating between the SAP approach and the, and the hyperscaler approach. So uh, we, we, we took data management very differently, I, I think, in the way we designed it. So as, as a first point that I'd like to highlight uh, is the fact that we really focused on simplifying the lives of our customers. So... Uh, if you think of all of the challenges that have to be addressed when you uh, you approach a modern data management project, there are several of them. And if you go with a hyperscaler approach, that typically implies uh, putting together and integrating together various different services. So one for integration, one for orchestration of processing engines, another one for the data cataloging, another one for streaming, perhaps for messaging and so on. Whereas with data intelligence, we decided to build an all-in-one uh, solution where we uh, pre-integrated and streamlined all of these different technical capabilities in one single place. So with a lot of synergy and, uh, and again, trying to make the lives of our customers as, as simple as we could. And then a second aspect, which is also very differentiating uh, by definition, is the fact that we are multi-cloud, contrary to, uh, uh, to any hyperscaler. So when we designed the intelligence, we committed from day one to build it on uh, Docker and Kubernetes, standard Docker and Kubernetes. That allowed us then to uh, publish uh, and sell the product in various different shapes. So you can consume it as a service in the public cloud, both on Azure and Amazon infrastructure managed by SAP as part of the business technology platform. And we will be adding Google uh, Cloud Platform soon as well. Uh, but you can also buy it as, with a perpetual license and deploy it wherever you want. So either on a hyperscaler infrastructure, in a private cloud, or even on, on an on-premise Kubernetes in some cases. And uh, it's still the same product, same solution, completely compatible in terms of exchanging artifacts. You can even combine two different setups and perhaps cover uh, one data management tier across different cloud landscapes or different cloud and on-premise landscapes. And that's uh, a flexibility that is very uh, important, I think, in terms of the strategic risk to avoid any infrastructure lockdown. 
And finally, uh, the third point that for us is also critical is the fact that as with all the other SAP solutions, data intelligence was conceived for enabling uh, our customers to turn data into proper business value. So we came with a top-down kind of approach, integrating data intelligence tightly with the other services of the business technology platform, and in particular with the unified data analytics portfolio. So you will find a very uh, strict pre-built integration with, uh, with HANA Cloud, with Data Warehouse Cloud, with SAP Analytics Cloud, and you can expect additional synergies to be added uh, in the future. So, for example, we are working on uh, making tighter exchange of artifacts in terms of cataloging, making sure that, uh, that our customers will not have to configure anything in order to, uh, to see all of the things that they have configured in, in the warehouse cloud, they see them pop up also in the intelligence catalog and, uh, and vice versa. So all of those synergies are, all, are also something that is delivering additional value and that it's shortening the time to make sure that you can derive business value out of your data assets. Yeah, I, th- I think I, uh, what, another reason maybe to choose SAP versus the hyperscalers, besides all the uh, points that Silvio mentioned, is really that within data intelligence, we can also support that data that you're using. Um, we can do some data preparation on it. We can do orchestration, really overall reducing that complexity that you're using, that you're working with. And then we also have the ability to help with the governance. So we have an overall umbrella that can work with governance and protect the data that you're using within data intelligence. Excellent. All right, we've got a great approach. I, I really think that um, you know, folks um, making that decision, it, it makes it a lot easier for them to make that decision. All right, so um, one of the things we haven't talked about is how can customers apply machine learning algorithms in this um, hybrid data landscape without increasing the complexity? Sylvia, do you want to take that one? Yeah, sure. So this is another lively and debated topic uh, in these days. So we, I personally see uh, a lot of, of our customers coming in with uh, requirements to apply any different kind of advanced analytical approach really we are seeing a big variety in these days in terms of uh, of advanced analytics techniques that can be applied on uh, on uh, several different kinds of data and normally the situation is always that they have already developed something so uh, most most of the times when uh, at least when i get involved of course from a data management perspective that means that there's already a data science team in place that perhaps has developed uh, a poc or a prototype showing a concept that proved very valuable to the business and the business reacted saying, okay, I want this, right? And uh, the issue then comes afterwards. So uh, building the first model and showing uh, uh, how valuable a certain approach could be, uh, applying, for example, some machine learning to a bunch of different data sets in order to improve a target business process is relatively easy and quick. But then the, the the complexity comes when you want to operationalize uh, those th- those algorithms and and, uh, and approaches on top of the actual data because uh, the data landscape is complex because understanding the nuance of meaning and semantics of the various different data sets is difficult because typically it involves different teams and uh, and different backgrounds and uh, and because ensuring the quality that is need, that is needed and required to to run those algorithms sometimes can be uh, can be incredibly difficult so that's where we focused our help let's say and our added value so uh, 
uh, our commitment is to enable our customers to reuse as much as possible, not only the SAP tools, as we explained earlier, but also all of the open source engines, all of the technologies that they've been trying out in terms of advanced analytics, we want them to uh, uh, to fully reuse them. And actually, we want to help them to make them effective on the actual production data, including complex SAP data mixed with some other complex unstructured documents, for example, as it's always the case. And uh, so those are the scenarios where uh, a proper structured data orchestration approach, as, uh, as we have in the intelligence, can greatly help in turning a nice idea into, uh, into something that goes into production and delivers real value. Yeah, and I, I can't agree more with you, Silvio. I think um, uh, one other point to add maybe is that I think a lot of customers are starting to realizing uh, starting to realize that it's important to use data that you're um, trusting um, has that governance in it. And that's what data intelligence also gives you is the ability to do machine learning in that complex environment, but also being able to have some governance that you have in place to make sure that with that data that you're using in machine learning, that it's really truly trusted and validated data. And I know our customers are really taking advantage of that um, capability in data intelligence um, around machine learning and, and advanced analytics. So um, it seems to be a really huge plus for the folks that are taking that trip to, to data intelligence. <laughs> so we've covered a lot. Um, Let's wrap up to let people know where listeners can uh, get more information. Yeah, so I would say the best place to um, is to join our SAP data intelligence community at sap.com. We have a lot of information out there and it gets updated on a regular basis. So that's really a key um, community that you want to join, especially as you take this journey to data intelligence. Excellent. All right, so um, like I said, we've covered a lot today. Um, I want to thank everyone for joining us and to ask you to please subscribe to our Let's Talk Data podcast, which this is a part of, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, uh, you might also enjoy another episode with uh, our friend Silvio, episode 20, the role of data ops in supply chain. All right, with that, take care everyone and have a great day.